Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so grateful that you are back for another episode. Please do take note that all opinions and recommendations and encouragements that are shared on this podcast are my personal opinion or the opinion of the guests that I have on. It is not to be taken as medical or mental health advice. Please do consult your medical professional or your mental health professional with any questions or changes that you would like to make regarding your own personal situation. Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so grateful you are back for another episode. I never take it for granted. I say it every episode. I mean it every single episode. You are the best audience member. I'm talking to you. Thank you for showing up and lending your time and your ear to this show. It means the world. Love, love, love the feedback that you give on the Apple podcast platform, the Spotify platform. Those ratings and reviews mean so much. So keep them coming. And if you feel inclined, hit the link in the show note, send me a voice message. Those are the most fun. Love to hear from you. And every feedback, all feedback is good feedback. So if you have suggestions, guests that you want to come back on the show, let me know. I love to hear from you. Today, we are in for a special treat. I have an international guest coming on to share her knowledge, expertise, and wisdom with us. I am so excited to introduce to you Angela Wilson, who is considered one of the brightest minds in career transition, career coaching, and mentoring today. Now, she is a number one best-selling author, woo woo, a well-respected speaker, educator, coach, and consultant on all things careers and transitions. She is the founder of Career Design Studio, which is a global transitional journey for women who have experienced an unexpected change in their career. Hashtag the last few years, who has not experienced an unexpected change in their career and their life, I know you can relate. Now, she has a signature program that is designed for women to discover their next chapter and once and for all uncover their meaning and purpose for their lives. Angela is known as the curious problem solver and is often brought in to clean up the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual mess that women find themselves in after the chaos of change, because we can all relate change can bring chaos. Now, Angela can quickly spot the relevant negative patterns, life themes, and obstacles that hold her clients back. Duh, she's the expert, right? <laughs> and her authenticity, honesty, and down-to-earth style are a few of her greatest assets. She has the ability to leave you feeling inspired, challenged, and crystal clear about your next step in your career journey. I am so excited to introduce and have Angela on the show. Welcome, Angela Wilson, to the show. And I will say to you listening audience, she is joining us from over the pond, over a couple ponds <laughs> from Australia. So I'm super excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. Yeah, I'm in Melbourne, Australia. So it's nice to be speaking uh, globally and internationally with people on the other side of the world. 
It's so fun because I'll let you know that as we're recording, Angela's in the future and she says it looks very bright, y'all. <laughs> so Angela, for my audience who is just getting to know you, tell us a little bit about who you are beyond the bio and how you came to do the work that you do. Sure. Well, I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I live over here with my husband, my two children and our COVID puppy, a little French bulldog named Marty. And I am one of five children. I'm the second eldest. And I really, uh, when I reflect on what my friends called me, they like to call me that reliable friend that's always there to listen. I really enjoy a good laugh, a good chat and great food. I'm a bit of a foodie. And when I consider what I do every day to keep me going, to keep me uh, sane through, I guess, what we've been doing in the last couple of years, I love walking in nature. I live in the beautiful hills in Melbourne and getting outside. I like to take photos as well of uh, the beauty that I see. I really enjoy journaling and when I think about the last couple of years that's something that I could control that I could do I could walk every day I could move my body I could eat good food and I could also journal and, and work my way through that I or I'm also a lover of learning when I think about reading books and just learning everything that I can that's been something that's always been a part of me and has taken me on a really interesting journey I started out at university studying teaching and thought that to surround myself in education was a really good way as a lover of learning. And I did that for a few years. And when I had children, I realized that it wasn't something that was still as passionate to me. And I went in search of, of my interests and I came across wellness and I began to study nutrition and food and fitness and movement and I really thought that that was a place that I wanted to be in and move and move through and when I consider where I thought I was heading to where I am today you mentioned in my bio unexpected change I did have a big pivotal moment in 2016 that really changed where I thought I was headed in life and brought me to where I am today. So I'm hoping I might be able to share a bit of that story today as well, Michelle. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think we all, you know, have a plan. We write it out. We're very clear about it. We talk to people, we put it in motion and then wham, life happens, situations happen. And then what do you do with that? So if you are comfortable sharing, I would love to hear that pivotal moment story and um, how it sort of shifted you into where you are now. Sure. So I, I was on this path. I thought wellness and I even studied Pilates and food and nutrition, that that's where I was going to be headed. And then it was 2016. The date was October 9th. And it's funny how you can always remember the day the, what you were wearing, what was happening. And you can really take yourself back to that moment when things really do change. And it was a Sunday here in Australia and it was a normal Sunday for me. Family were home. And I can remember I was at the, the kitchen sink washing the dishes and my husband walked past and he had this really concerned look on his face. So 
uh, I followed him outside because he was sort of ushering me out there and I remember opening the back door and I was hit with this forceful wind that I went where did that come from I was inside looking out the window and nothing seemed sort of uh, unusual and when I opened the back door had that gusher of wind and I looked around there was actually three gigantic gum trees so where I live you've got 20 30 meter gum trees uh, all around us there was actually three that had domino affected each other and fallen they'd been uprooted and I didn't even hear anything and I went this is a bit scary <laughs> and as we looked around it was described to my sister who, who arrived a couple of minutes later like a war zone there were branches all over the ground there were leaves everywhere and as you looked up the more intense the wind got you could see the trees moving backwards and forwards and the howling of the wind just started to get really intense and I knew instinctively that something wasn't right. So we were deciding in that moment, do we stay, do we go? And we were doing this inside. We had all the children. There was about five children in the house at that time. And this dark shadow came from the corner of our eyes. And we all, all the adults just knew to grab children and run. And my husband even said, get out. It was just something that we just all knew that wasn't right. And as we were moving out of the lounge room to the outside area, we felt movement on the floor, a bit like an earthquake. And we saw as we safely got outside, a tree crushing the home and bursting through that lounge room that we we're just standing in. And just as you're taking, I guess, that breath, I also had that moment of going, wow, that what just happened is devastating and I can see it but we are all safe we're standing outside and gee that moment in my life has changed everything I can remember just going everything that I thought two seconds before just no longer matters or what I was worried about that day or pondering on and life really did become about my family, especially in that moment that I can remember the, the crying of the children and just trying to sort of calm them and also ourselves going, we're safe. Yes, that the, the house is crushed and all the cars there that day, the tree landed on all the cars as well. So we're, we were stuck and we couldn't go anywhere. And we, oh my goodness. yeah, it's one of those moments that you just go, life is life has changed in that moment and gee isn't it precious and especially the la the next three years it became about my family and the rebuild of my home and I had to stop sorry is everything okay no I'm just I, you know I, I'm I'm just so struck by how surreal it sounds I'm just because I'm picturing myself in that moment right you're just washing dishes everything is calm and beautiful you walk outside, there's this eerie, it's almost like a movie, like this eerie feeling. And then you're inside, the next thing you know, there's this huge tree crushing where you were just standing with your family and these kids. And 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 then your home is 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 crushed and gone, and life is no longer the same that you knew five minutes ago. I mean, that just sounds scary, surreal, all of the emotions. But I all I, I almost as you were talking and telling the story it was almost like a slow motion picture 
And I'm like, wow. So I'm just thinking like, you know, in that, in that moment, yes, you know, okay, everybody's safe, but did you feel like frozen? Were you processing it? Did it take a while to sort of realize that, wow, life is now completely different? I can remember the the slowing of time. People often say that they that they can feel that too. And I just remember coming back to the beating of my heart. It was about the the breath and taking in that the moment and looking around, just going, wow, I cannot believe that this has just happened and that it's happened to me, it's happened to my family and I can just remember that crystal clear clarity that life had changed and that this was happening to me. And it was, I can even just remember taking those deep breaths now and the, yes, there was noise going on around, but the silence within myself was, was the, the moment that I came back to myself. So I know that you can sometimes be in your head, you can be, uh, planning for the future or pondering on the past and in that moment I came back to myself and exactly where I was and looking at everything it was about okay I'm back in my body and what do I need to do in this moment it was to breathe it was to cuddle the children that I had I'd, I had one on my hip and two attached to me um, just crying and I just remember rubbing rubbing their backs and sort of jiggling the one on my hip and yeah, just taking deep breaths. It's so interesting. You know, you, you mentioned that crystal clarity. And so often for those of us who have not experienced something so traumatic, um, the busyness and of everyday life and things just, you know, going on without really thinking about it, you don't have that moment of crystal clarity or that sense of being so aware of your breath and your body. And, you know, I call it paying attention, presentness, mindfulness, people have a different, you know, words for it. But I wonder, so from that moment where you had that, that crystal clear vision, you know, awareness, attention, has that carried through in the years since the, the, that incident? Or have you been able to go back and tap into that? Like how, how was that moment carried through or has it carried through to the present? When I think about the, the time after all of this had happened, there was lots of busyness. So the next three years was about uh, working our way and fighting through insurance. We had to battle insurance to get a fair payout. And so I think of that, the busyness of then uh, battling council to get through and to process that as quickly as possible. So there's lots going on around, but as well as grieving the loss of our home and working through the trauma of a natural disaster, I had to make sure that I took time to come back to my breath and to come back to that crystal clear clarity that life had changed and how do I want to carry myself coming forward? It was almost like that pivotal moment going, you got a second chance because you weren't in one of the rooms that it landed on. It wasn't nighttime. So how do I want to take uh, myself through this? And I can remember that 
And I mentioned in the beginning that walking is really important to me. I can remember we'd have a meeting with, with someone, council, insurance, the builders, and then I'd have to go for a walk and just let it all go because you can get caught up in the busyness of it all, the heaviness of what you're going through. And that for me to come back to the that feeling of I have my my body, my mind clear so that I can then reset and continue on and continue to be there for my family through this and myself. I had to really take care of myself through all of this and make sure that that I was well because you can really crumble and fall apart in those moments which yes there are moments that you that you have to grieve and work through that yet there's that strength that you do find from well life is precious and I'm still here and what can I do today so I, a lot of it was also about um, journaling and writing I can remember writing about that moment and I was working through it and remembering that crystal clear uh, clarity that I had and so I kept reminding myself that you can be in that state without having a tree landing on your house and <laughs> that you can continue to to bring in that those moments by going for a walk by taking the space and so yes I do carry that and I remind myself all the time that I can replicate that as well and to keep coming back to that because I was shown in that moment that how, how important it is to take all that, that worry out of your mind, future, past, and come back to that moment. I love that because it's really about choosing to be in the present, right? The present moment, but also reminding yourself that you have a choice of how you're going to create meaning from what you've experienced and also what you're going to choose to do, you know, in terms of taking action for the next moment and for the rest of your life to honor that experience or that moment of clarity. Um, so I love that. So what, what meaning, how did you choose to implement the meaning um, going forward? And what changes did you choose to make after that experience? That's a really great question. So there's when I think of uh, the choices and the meaning working through this for that, probably three years after I did what I had to do for the rebuild of our home, for, uh, for the family. And then I remember we moved into our new home. It was pretty much three years to the date. And it, I, I think it always, things like that always happen to remind you that time does pass and that you can move on and it was when I went back to my normal life that I thought was going to be normal after everything I was placed back in so I started out as a teacher and I was forced back into teaching through all of this to finance the re rebuild of the home and I remember being in a teaching job after we'd moved back in and I thought, great, fresh start. This is, it's all new. Let's give uh, life. And, and I remember I was in that role and it was within the first week of teaching in a brand new year that I went, this is not for me. There was a reason I left teaching beforehand. And this is where I, I felt 
that I had a choice. So for the first three years, it was about, well, I have to do this for my home. I have to do this for my family. And I came out of all that going, well, now I have a choice. I'm in this job that doesn't feel right anymore, but where do I want to be? And so I went through a period of internal change. And this is where I, I, I wrote my book about career crisis because I was going, well, if it's not teaching and I'm not sure where I want to go, where, what do I do and what steps do I take? And I, so I, I found that going through that myself after every, everything that we've been through brought up the meaning of, well, what do I want to do in my life that's going to bring that, the, the meaning out of me now because I thought it was Pilates or wellness or teaching, but it's not now. And I had to go in search of that. And it was a lot about finding who I was and rediscovering who I was after all of this. And that there was lots of choices that I could make in each moment that could bring out those parts of me. And COVID was one of the things that for me brought relief and space to actually do that, to give time to explore the meaning of what I had been through and what I want to carry with me in the future, knowing that I'd had that life-changing moment, that pivotal moment, where do I want to head now? And so when I think about the steps that I took, it was a lot about those, based on those internal choices, and I had to sort through, well, who am I now? Where are my strengths at? What are my values now? What what was holding me back from, from moving forward and really investigating the career crisis that I was in. And COVID gave me space to do that. And when I think about the steps that I took to find meaning and purpose again, there's so much involved in that. There, it's not just one thing. And I keep coming to back to that word choice about, well, what do I really want? Because I'd spent a few years going, well, this is good for my family. I'm gonna do this for our home. And it was now, well, who am I? And I began to question everything. And when I think about the choice that we have, sometimes we forget it and we, we just do things because we do things. Maybe it's you're taking responsibility for other people. or And so when you do give yourself that chance to really look into who you are, amazing things can really come out of that. And that's when you can start growing through what you've been through and coming out the other side with a new identity, a new sense of self. And it's a, it's a journey. And when I think about transforming, I really do feel like I transformed in so many different ways. And that's what I like doing now with other people. So when I bring that in to what I do now, that's what I was looking for. There was almost like that last piece of the puzzle that I was looking for came into play when I took the time and the space to really look into who am I, what do I want now, and what's important to me as well. Yeah, talk to me a little bit more. Let's unpack that, that, that transitional journey of uncovering who you are after you have this, you know, chaotic experience from the outside in, but then you're like, oh no, now I'm transitioning from the inside out, and what do I do, and who am I, and Talk to me about, you know, the journey of uncovering who you really are and, you know, telling the truth about what you don't and what you don't want and what you do want. Because sometimes we, 
like you were mentioning, we take on those roles and we do things because it's good for the family, it's good for other people, it's responsibility, but it, it's not honoring who we are and maybe what we were really put on earth to do. So talk to me about that, that transition for you about uncovering who you really are at the core based on this, you know, chaotic transition from the outside in, and now it's from the inside out to really honor that choice of, okay, this is what I'm going to choose to do to bring the, the true meaning out. But when I think about where to start with this, there's so many different ways that you can do this. And when I, when I work through this, there is a, a series of steps that that I went through, that I also take uh, my clients through. And the first one is about exploring your situation because we can often avoid that possible conversation or the writing down of what happened because it does take you back to that moment. So when I think about exploring your situation, unpacking it possibly from an outsider's perspective, so taking yourself possibly outside of it and going, well, yeah, what did happen? And what was the lead up to it? And really working through that, whether, whether it is writing, whether it is talking about it. When I consider taking stock of all of the different areas of your life, that's a nice flow on from that. Because sometimes when you're going through a crisis or a change, you think that your whole life is not working. Yet maybe it's just one area. And I talk about love wellness, career and play and we unpack all of those areas, what they mean to you and which one might be just lacking a little bit because sometimes you can have all areas okay but there's one that you just really need to work on to bring up the rest of the feeling that your life is uh, is, is in a good place. So we really do get to take stock and when I think of that, that's something that I do weekly now. It started out going, oh, every now and then I'll do a little audit on my life. And now I do it weekly to check in on how am I really going and being honest with myself and giving myself a rating from zero to 10 in that area. Do you find any surprises when you do your, your self audits? <laughs> yes. And it can be, it's, it's about being honest. So when we think about that, Sometimes you can pretend, oh, yep, I'm great. But to yourself, it's a, it, you have to be really honest. And so I have this special ritual, I guess, that I do. I take myself in a quiet space and, and I do that. I, I'm honest with myself going, really, how are your relationships going this week? Or how are you feeling with your wellness? Maybe um, health isn't 100%. So what is it? And just really looking into that and just also taking one, one point and going, well, what is it that I can do in the next week that can bring that number up? So when we think about you can't fix everything in a day, you can do one thing towards bringing, bringing that air in your life up a little bit higher. And then you can so build that, upon that one thing. I love that. And it's exactly. really, it's a mindset shift. Like you, you just said, what can I do? Because you can always do something, even if it's simply change where you're standing, go outside, <laughs> you know, breathe different yes. air, um, you know, choose to write something down, you know, and if you're not a journaler, you know, you, they have vlogs now. So on your phone, you can do a video or an audio text and that can be your journal. Like there's so many different creative ways 
to understand what's going on inside of you, bring that out. And then I love what you said, you know, look at it objectively as if you're a third person looking in and give yourself that feedback. That's so important. I absolutely love that. So, you know, talk to me a little bit about how you started doing the work you do now. So you were in teaching, realizing this is not for me <laughs> and then transitioning out. How did you start your business? You know, you said you wrote your book. Talk to me about that journey. That journey is a really nice one to look back on because I know a lot of people go, well, if it's not what I studied to be or what I've spent a lot of time doing, then what is it? And I get very excited about exploring and problem solving and I turned it into a problem solving uh, activity. And when I think about that, I stayed in that particular role for a whole year. So I spent a whole year while I was on the side going through this crisis and un unpacking, well, what is it that I want to do? So I spent my daytime working and in little moments, maybe at lunchtime or after, after hours, I would do little activities like checking in with myself or I'm creating lists. I'm a bit of a list maker. So I don't list. Well, what is it that I don't like about what I'm doing and what do I want? And so I, for the, for a lot of the, those little moments, there were the things that I could do. I, and COVID gave me a few extra hours in the day. So I started exploring uh, courses and study and I ended up going back and studying career development which was like connecting the dots it was very uh, theoretical but also uh, personal growth as well it was an amazing course that I did so when I think of the time that I spent uh, doing that during COVID it's amazing how much time freed up for me I started volunteering as well because I had been a coach. I'd been a wellness coach. I worked at an obesity rehabilitation uh, back in 2012 when I first left teaching. And I'd been a coach um, throughout that time. When I went back into teaching, I thought I could go back in as a coach and it just didn't, that's what didn't sit well. Yet when I started volunteering, I chose a company that works with uh, people that had lost their job through COVID and I began coaching again and I sort of stepping into that space while I was studying and I find that really important to surround yourself in the industry that you want to move into when you're learning about it so you can put everything into practice and you can uh, you can be surrounded by the, the new terminology because that can be quite scary for people moving from one industry to the other going I don't know anyone. I don't have any networks. And so I started to build networks and reach out to, to people and volunteer for, for roles like this. And then even before I had finished um, studying, I was even applying for jobs, just going, I have all this experience. And that's what my, uh, my journey took me on, understanding my experience, my strengths, where I've been, that I can transfer all of that into the role that I want to be in. And so I was yeah, applying for, for roles before I'd even finished studying and was successful. And I always knew that I wanted to continue to, to coach. Uh, well, sorry, what I, what I knew that I wanted to do was to open my own business as well. And I, I had sort of done that simultaneously 
I often have a group of friends that I often start with and then it sort of spans out from there and putting everything into the career design studio, which I have now, was another, I guess there was a pivotal moment. There was um, a neighbour of mine that passed away suddenly and I just went, it reminded me again, life is too short. And I just went, yep, now's the time. I'm going to do it. And I uh, I, I got onto this business coach that I'd thought about for a little a little while and just went, now's the time. And we just put everything into action. We had, I worked with her to get my book. Uh, that was the first part of it, uh, to get my book out. And I, with the guidance of, of her, I wrote my book in three days. So when I wow. think about that journey, there was that that moment of going, now's the time. I've I've got everything in place. This is exactly where I need to be. I've connected those dots. And why wait another five years when I can just I can do it now? And so I did wrote my hey, book. Angela, you wrote your book in three <laughs> days. That is phenomenal. Yes. I've never heard someone write a book in three days. That is phenomenal. Wow. It's I just think it's amazing what I can do when I send my husband and my kids away. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And what I love also about your journey is that, you know, you invested in yourself and at the same time, you were also giving to others and practicing to see, do I really want to do this? Do I like it? And then you're also practicing the skills as well, which I think is so key. But what I'm impressed, three days to write a book. I thought writing a book in, in uh, 90 days was, was amazing, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is kudos to you. That's amazing. Um, wow. It's, just so in, it's so inspiring because you're right. You know, it's amazing what we can do when we decide to do it and we decide the time is now you, you stop with the excuses and you stay in the present moment and, and have that clarity of this is what I'm going to do. And you just take action and you do it. I absolutely love that. I love Love that. Oh, there's so much about your journey that is just so inspiring. I'm so excited that you were able to come on the show. If you were thinking about like one or two things that you really want to highlight for the audience, that you really want them to remember from all of the things that we chatted about, what do you think that would be? There's, I guess there's so much that we, that we have chatted about. And I often uh, remember this phrase and it was a, a jumper that I bought uh, throughout all of this as well. And a couple of quotes that really got me through that is a testament to what what I think sort of sums it all up. So when I think about growing through what you've been through, that's something that was always for me about, well, what can I learn from each day, from each moment? What did go well? And really growing through those really hard times is something that I just kept coming back to and on the jumper it said you've got this so no matter if I was having a bad day a really tough meeting that I had to um, had to go through or that no one showed up to build on our house that day I just had to keep reminding myself throughout this and, and I hope that other people if they're going through something that you've you've got it you you can get through this because we pull upon our inner strengths when we go through those these moments and it might be to just take that breath to give yourself space go for a walk or have a cry sometimes that is 
uh, can, can get us through those moments to, to that other place of embracing the change and discovering the meaning and purpose. Because when we're in, in I guess, the pain and what we're going through, sometimes that's not uh, crystal clear until you move out of it. And when I think of endings, new beginnings, and then moving on, sometimes it's when you get that chance to breathe again in that new beginning and you're beginning to, to move on, that you can take that, that change that you've been through and look at it and go, wow, I've really grown. I've been able to, to move through this and that and really embrace it. And, and what do you want to do now with all of that wisdom and that learning that you've, and the growth that you've been through. So I, I, that. I hope that the, they can take that away from them. Yeah. I love that. Cause you're acknowledging the strength that you may not have even known was there. And I also love that. Um, you've got it because if nobody else encourages you listener, you can encourage yourself. I mean, you'll hear my voice saying you got it. You'll hear Angela, you got it. You can do this. Um, but really, you know, when we are our biggest fan and our biggest encourager, it's like other people just join into our party of, yes, we can do this. And you really can. So I just love that. I love that. You're so much about your story. And I know we, we didn't um, even scratch the surface in your book. I'm, I'm sure that you wrote in three days. I'm sure it goes into more detail. So if, if listeners are like, this is so amazing. I'm resonating with Angela so much. I either want to work with her. I want to learn more. I want to buy the book. Where can people find you? How can they connect with you? Sure. And what I want to also offer is that if anyone does resonate and they want to go through their story with me and unpack their situation and talk about this next chapter in their life or their career, that I, on my website, careerdesignstudio.com.au, there is a free discovery session that I'd like to offer all the listeners that I, I like to honour what's coming up for people when they talk to me because usually something does come up whether they're listening to my story or they're reflecting on their journey and it's really great to catch that and unpack that together one-on-one -on -one. and so that's something I'd really love to offer your listeners you can also find me on LinkedIn uh, Angela Wilson usually the word careers finds me there's lots of Angela Wilson's out there and uh, Instagram as well. That's something that I'm, I'm giving a go and, and trying out all, all the different types of socials. I love well. it. I love it. And listeners, you know, I hook you up. All of the links will be uh, down below in the show notes. So you can click and go, click and go. And how generous to have a free discovery call where you can unpack what's going on for you with an expert who has been through it and walked the journey herself. And you, you all know, I always say, you can't give what you don't have. Well, Angela has it because she has walked through it and not just transitioned careers once or twice. You know, she's done it more than once um, in addition to literally uprooting her life <laughs> with, with the gum trees. Um, oh, Angela, I'm so excited that we were able to have this conversation and make time for you to come on and share, because I think there was such valuable wisdom nuggets throughout all that you shared. And thank you for sharing so, so transparently as well. Um, I'm just so glad that we met and connected and that you were able to come on and share. I know listeners give some feedback, you know, in, in the comments, I know you got value. Um, just thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been great to, to give 
this moment and to uh, share my story. I love it. And listeners, as I always say, and you heard Angela reference it, keep walking. Always, always keep walking. Don't stop walking. Just one foot in front of the other. Because when you continue to walk, you will reach your destiny. You will arrive at that moment of clarity. You will understand the meaning and purpose of why you were called to the earth. Keep walking. Never, ever stop walking. And you will reach your destiny. You will reach the end of the journey that you were supposed to reach. And I always encourage you on the journey to always, always choose gratitude. As you know, every single episode, I end with my encouragement for you to choose gratitude on your journey as you keep walking. But have you ever asked yourself, that's great, Michelle, but how do I do that? How do I implement gratitude? How do I choose gratitude? It's not easy living this life. And sometimes I don't feel very grateful. How do I incorporate gratitude into my daily life? Well, I've got you covered. Just for you, I have a Gateway to Gratitude mini course in the Successful Diligence School. There is a link in the show notes as well as a coupon code just for podcast listeners where you get 50% off. So head to the link in the show notes or SuccessfulDiligence.com and click the school tab on the website. It will take you to the school and you can see the Gateway to Gratitude course, which walks you through how to implement gratitude into your daily life. Trust me, gratitude and gratefulness, when implemented effectively, will change your life.